If your business is tired of paying unpredictable and high phone bills, do what I did. Switch to Zoom Calls Cloud Business Phone Service. You'll pay the same low amount every month, no matter how many calls you have in the U.S. and Canada. And Zoom Calls has a really cool feature called voicemail drops. Whenever you reach someone's voicemail, just say hi in their name and then click a couple of buttons on your phone to leave your pre-recorded message. It saves both your voice and your time. Check out zoomcalls.com. That's zoomcalls.com. I think you'll love it. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. All right, folks. Well, you may have awakened this morning or over the past couple of days and find yourself wondering, is this even the United States of America any longer? My, oh, my, we've got so much to talk about. Welcome to the program. I am your host, Todd Huff. You can email me your thoughts, opinions, your adoration and praise will also be accepted. Todd Huff Show, well, Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. As long as our website can stay up, you know, I'm fortunate that we work with a team of marketing professionals that are not in the business of censoring speech. They'll keep our website up as long as you know, you start to look at all of the um, all the hands involved in all the pieces of the puzzle, I guess, in um, website hosting today. Amazon Web Services, AWS, has now taken down – they've taken down Parler. So Parler's not up this morning. Parler is apparently not even a thing right now because we've got – well – Radical censors out there, folks that folks that believe that their job is to keep you protected from the comments, the tweets, the whatever you want to call it, the messaging of the president of the United States of America. So lots to get into. In fact, um, on Friday evening. Um, as I was wrapping my head around everything that um, that we were witnessing Friday, I decided to uh, to go live on Facebook. I've never done this before. I might do this again. We had a pretty good um, we had a pretty good uh, following Friday night, and I appreciate those of you that watched what we said. It was uh, just a I guess it was a extemporaneous uh, production of this program. There were no commercial breaks or anything. We just started talking, started going through all the stuff that was going on, and it's a lot to take in. So it started with, of course, you know, you look at about five o'clock, and I'm kind of going to kind of summarize what we talked about. But about five o'clock, five o'clock on a Friday, you have. A whole series of things that begin to be announced in – this was, again, 5 o'clock Friday. A whole series of things that begin to be announced 
in this nation. One of those, and by, by the way, this is when politicians, um, or not just politicians, but anyone who wants to get kind of the slow drip of media instead of this incessant, you know, around the clock coverage, you, you release things at five on a Friday. That's what you do. You release things at 5 p.m. on a Friday. And that's what they did. And in the <laughs> in the things happening, we had, of course, Nancy Pelosi calling for impeachment, which she's going to call for impeachment if Mike Pence or the uh, anyone in the Trump administration who's left, I guess, in the Trump administration, if they will not enact the 25th Amendment of the United <laughs> Of, of the Constitution. So we literally have this morning, starting on Friday evening, just a couple of days ago, we have calls again. Now, this is not new. They've been calling for this stuff pretty much since uh, since the beginning. As soon as they dried their tears in 2016, remember this? We've talked about this before. You know this. As soon as they dried their tears in 2016, as soon as they came to the realization that no matter how much they screamed at the universe, ah! The president of the United States was going to be Donald J. Trump as soon as they came to that realization. Now, some of them are still in denial four years plus later, but nonetheless, um, they smacked themselves. They looked themselves in the mirror and they smacked their face and they said, Maxine or Adam for Adam Schiff or Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer. They looked themselves in the mirror and said their name and they said, get it together. You're going to have to stop this president. This president is not going to simply, um, you know, go away quietly into the night. We can't scream about Russia having stolen this election by posting ads on Facebook and Pokemon Go, tricking the American voter. Now, that's what they told us. That's what they told us um, all those years ago now, four plus years ago that we had a real problem because of Pokemon Go ads. I kid you not, that is the truth. And Facebook, people were tricked into voting for Trump instead of Hillary, who, of course, had their best interest at mind. That's right, Hillary Clinton had your best interest at mind. We should have had, in fact, we should have had 100% probably of Americans, or maybe, by their math, 108% of American voters voting for Hillary Clinton in 2016. But as soon as they came to the realization that this guy is going to be our president, as soon as they you know, ran out of service dogs and adult coloring books and all the other things, as soon as they realized that they're out of silly little childish tactics, they began the process of talking about impeachment, impeaching this guy, the president of the United States. And, and they've played these silly games. They've played these silly games, and they've been dangerous with what they've been playing, right? 25th Amendment is where the cabinet of the president gets together and says, look, this guy that's in office is not capable of serving. He's he's just not got it. We've got to step in and save the country from this guy. And so that's what they want Mike Pence to do. And this isn't the first time we've heard about this. Right now in the media— and the Democrat Party, they'll say, well, the reason you haven't heard about this before is because what this president is doing has never been done before. This is so dangerous. He's volatile. In fact, Friday we had Nancy Pelosi calling effectively the military and trying – you talk about a coup, folks. 
to go to the military, who who's the commander in chief of the United States military? It is the president of the United States. Who's the president of the United States? Even if you think Joe Biden, well, now with the electors, he is. But even if you've been clamoring that Joe Biden be recognized as president elect for all these all this time, um, Trump is still president until noon on January 20th. That is just simply reality. And so um, he has control. He is the boss, the commander-in-chief of the U.S. uh, military. And Pelosi goes to the military asking the military to strip the president of nuclear codes. Don't want this guy near the nuclear nuclear codes because who knows what he's going to do. He's just going to start, so goes the argument, so goes Nancy Pelosi's delusional argument. Perspective, But that's not what this is about. It's, it's not about her perspective. It's about how she can frame this. Folks, I had this. I mean, this is this is what she wants to be able to say. I had to go to the United States military, to the generals themselves, and beg and plead and say, please, please. Oh, I, I didn't want to do this. Just like I didn't want to impeach the president back in December of last year, 12 months ago. I didn't want to do it. I cried. Oh, it's so sad and moving. Pray for my my president. I didn't want to do this. We just had no choice. Such a sad day in Washington, D.C., right? This is all part of the silly little ridiculous narrative that they've built because they're terrified of this guy, not because of the nuclear codes, but because of because of the veil he's torn back in Washington, D.C., because of the support that he has amongst people. Even today, folks, I saw one of the – was it Rasmussen? One of the approval polls – has him at something like, I think I saw 51%. How in the world is this even remotely possible, given what we have seen, what they have done to the president, how he has been maligned? Now they're saying that he incited he incited the riots, the violence in Washington, D.C. He did that. He is personally responsible for that. This is what they're telling us. Fortunately, we have even uh, some liberal law professors, some liberal uh, constitutional attorneys who will tell you that that's not what happened. Dershowitz, Jonathan Turley, they may not have liked some of the comments, but to say that they are a – that the president incited violence is simply not what happened. In fact, it's protected speech under the First, uh, First Amendment. But this is the narrative. This is where they're going with this. So Pelosi talks about the 25th Amendment. Then she also talks about impeachment. Again, folks, we are – let's see. What is today? Today is January 11th. President Trump, by the calendar, has – what is it? Nine days or eight and a half days until noon on January 20th to be president of the United States. In fact, the president – President Trump – President Trump – has, you know, according to the timeline here, with Biden and Kamala being re- ready to be sworn in, President and Vice President of the United States, they get to kick off their little celebration here in about as long. So, so Trump's reign, remaining reign, if you will, as president, his term as president. Um, it's about as long from now until the end on January 20th as the nation of Chaz existed, which, by the way, you talk about an actual coup. 
Folks, you have been lied to, deceived. Uh, the president, Republicans, conservatives have been have been maligned and lied about. You know this. This is this is beyond. This is beyond uh, denying. This is as obvious as the noonday sun for anybody who wants to see this. For anybody who wants to see this. And so that was Friday night impeachment, twenty fifth amendment. Then Twitter comes along and says the president is going to be permanently banned on Twitter. The president of the United States is permanently banned on Twitter. Now, Twitter, Twitter not being very smart, <clears throat> um, they you know block his account or whatever, permanently suspend him or whatever they call it, forgetting that the pre- <laughs> the president of the United States also still manages still manages the at POTUS handle P O T U S president of the United States. And so President Trump tweets out from that account, and I can just see the Twitter goofballs there in the office. Oh, my goodness. He's got another account. So they went back and I think deleted some tweets that he had sent out on Friday. This was going on as the uh, smarty pants on Twitter, the radical leftists out there, were – it was actually trending. Melania's Melania's Twitter account I think was trending at one point on Twitter – um, people being uh, – some of it was funny, by the way. But um, people saying that Trump was going to log into Melania's Twitter and start going uh, going to town from that account. Um, but it literally did happen with the at POTUS account because Twitter is not apparently smart enough. They were patting themselves on the back and applauding. This is a great victory for the American people, for the Twitter community because they saved people from the – tweets of donald j trump what on earth have we come to what on earth have we come to i mean this what on earth are we witnessing here this is censorship oh but todd it's not a violation of the first amendment of the united states of america right it's not the government actually censoring the president it's twitter and twitter i had some conversations with people on social media about this and they were saying things like it's Twitter can do what Twitter wants to do. Well, that's not entirely true, folks. Twitter has terms of service. Whenever you sign up with Twitter, there's an agreement. There is a contract between the two parties. And Twitter can't just delete any tweet that it wants. In fact, when you look at the Section 30 uh, – sorry, Section 230 agreement that was placed uh, – put in place for social media back in 1996 – um, the idea was to give them kind of the best of both worlds where number one, number one, they would have the ability to not be held liable for things that people put on their platforms, but two would be given the ability to still enforce a community a set of community standards. So they're not they're kind of a mixture according to, to two thirty, section two thirty. They are both a publisher. Um, Well, they're not technically a publisher. They're a place for free speech, except they can still have their own community standards and rules. But the question is, the question always comes down to where the rubber meets the road. And are these standards being enforced fairly and reasonably and objectively? They're absolutely not. That's why you can get away with saying Trump incited a riot. 
In what objective universe did President Trump incite a riot? It's almost as though they say if you're running an election, you can do whatever you want. But if someone says, hey, there's a problem here or, hey, this happened or, hey, there's a video that shows X, Y or Z, that becomes the problem. That's always the problem for the left. How something is communicated about is more important than the actual event that takes place. That is what we're witnessing here. President Trump has, has again been permanently banned from Twitter um, because, well, you know why. It's not because he's some grave danger to American society. He's a grave danger to the American political class. He's a grave danger to those who are operating in darkness and in the deep state of this of this great nation. That's what this is about. This is about silencing him, and it is censorship. Folks, just because the government doesn't do it doesn't mean that it's not censorship. Private companies can censor. It's only a violation of the First Amendment if it is uh, political speech being violated or speech being, free speech being violated by the government, them telling you you can't say it. But effectively what they've done is they've found people with these massive platforms who are supposed to be a place for free speech and the exchange of ideas, right, where people can debate and discuss politics. They've basically created this perfect scenario where a so-called private entity and company can, can censor the president and silence his political speech as sitting president of the United States of America. Again, you may have gone to bed Thursday night, or I don't know how far back you want to turn the calendar before you would say, I woke up and today began to wonder if I even recognize this nation as the great United States of America. And the, the speed at which this is turned, the degree to which folks are prepared to um, embrace ideas that are the true antithesis of our constitutional republic, of those that were embraced by our founders, is candidly a little terrifying or candidly a lot terrifying. So timeout is in order. Quick timeout is coming here. Sit tight. Listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. Welcome back. By the way, I should tell you, I'm going to say here right now, given what's happened, so we just talked about what happened Friday night, nuclear codes, impeachment, 25th Amendment, uh, my goodness. Then we had then we had uh, Amazon Web Services over the weekend say that they were going to cut the cut their service from Parler. Parler is a third well is a social media app um, for for conservatives. Well, it's for anybody, but it's for people who believe in free speech. In fact, I find myself wondering, once President Trump was kicked off of Twitter, where are all these folks that were maligning, misrepresenting? I mean, you know, the, the venomous, uh, <laughs> the, the folks on Twitter. Twitter, folks, is the gutter of the universe. I'm telling you. Now, you can use Twitter just like anything else and not not find yourself in the gutter, but it is a big, massive, it's, it is the heart of Twitter. Twitter is full of angry, uh, vociferous, just I, I, 
unhinged radical leftists and a lot of fake people. A lot of fake people are on Twitter as well. This is uh, this is who resides on on Twitter. This is what where they call home. And they, if you don't agree with or if you don't support the liberal agenda or talking points for the day, for the week, for the month, whatever they are, they will come after you with the pitchforks. And that's effectively what we are, uh, what we've witnessed. But I find myself wondering. What are these folks going to do? What are they going to find them? What are they going to do when Trump's gone? I had someone retweet to me that they were going to start sharing puppy pictures. I hope that they can find that in their hearts, retweeting puppy pictures. But that's not who these folks are. They are angry. They hate Trump. They hate Trump in a way that is unhealthy. Of course, it's, it's, it's unchristian, but be well beyond that, even for the radical, unhinged, godless, atheistic portion of the, of the left, the radical, the fringe part. You know who I'm talking about. Even for those folks, it's unhealthy. It's unhealthy behavior, but folks, it has become who they are. This is their, this is their identity. This is their common thread. It's, it is connecting with people who hate Trump. That is their bond. We hate Trump. That is their bond. You think about that. You think about that. It is sad and disgusting and despicable. But that is what it has become. And so my point in mentioning this is, so Parler's down. Amazon, Amazon, cut down Parler's website service. So not only that, you can't get the app on Google, the Google Play Store or uh, what Apple, what is it called? Apple Store. Is that what it's called? The App Store, maybe. You cannot get Parlor. You can't find Parlor right now. In fact, I was up late last night. Folks, my I am... Uh, I'm not a guy that does a lot of sleeping anyway, but I was up late last night. I I am concerned for my country. I am concerned dramatically for this great nation. The things that we are seeing now are Stalinistic. This is Stalinistic behavior that we're seeing demonstrated across this country. It is coordinated by big tech, and they have a purpose. It's maybe unstated directly, but it's not hard to read between the lines here. Their purpose is to prevent someone like Donald J. Trump or Donald J. Trump himself repeating what he pulled off over these past four years, connecting with massive amounts of people, exposing fraud and corruption in the deep state, showing us just how pathetic and useless and uh, ineffective and corrupt and just no good our, our politicians are, folks. That's what they've done, or that's what he has done, and they can't have that. They don't want that. And so they've all colluded. Talk about collusion. Here we go. Collusion between Google and Apple and Amazon to silence the president of the United States. He's going to go to Parler. Can't have that. Shut Parler down. He's going to go to Gab, another social media app. Can't have that. Better shut that down as well. Does this sound like the United States of America to you. Now, the, the refrain or the response would be, oh, but Todd, he is inciting violence. Are these, are these tech companies supposed to stand by as the president of the United States effectively calls for civil war? That's what, basically, this is what they're, they're saying, folks. This is what they're saying. And I, 
I tell you this morning, if you don't, uh, if this hasn't gotten you fired up, folks, I think, uh, well, I think that there may be something wrong or you need to maybe uh, look more at what is actually being done because this is unhinged and out of control. This is not the United States of America. It is not. It is not. And so here we are awaiting to usher in a new president of the United States while one side – now remember, we're told that Biden's going to unify us all. Biden's going to unify us all. Well, how is he going to do that? How is he going to do that at this particular point when they have demonized – Again, the House is going to impeach President Trump. They're, they're going to begin proceedings today if Pence or whomever in the administration does not enact the 25th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, stating that President Trump is no longer fit to serve and that he needs to be removed. Some people are calling for the resignation of the President of the United States. Others are pointing out he didn't even technically concede in his speech uh, last week when he said there would be a smooth transition. Because he didn't, he didn't congratulate Biden. He didn't say I'm dropping out. He didn't say it's been, uh, it's been great. He did, in a sense, been great being your president. But he didn't say this was it. And that can mean any number of things. Folks are all concerned about that. Michael Lindell, the My Pillow guy, actually Friday about three o'clock, recorded a video on a private jet flying back home to Minnesota on a on his way to a meeting with I think Sidney Powell and Mike Flynn. Said that. I'm just telling you, I'm not saying that this is true. I'm just saying that all this stuff happened at one time, and these are crazy times that we live in. But he said that Donald Trump would be your president for the next four years. I mean, this is we're, – we're in crazy, crazy times right now, crazy times. And so anyway, when you look at what's happening across the social media spectrum, if you want to follow this program – if you want to make sure, and I know many of you listen on Freedom 95, that's great. That's probably a safe place. But although when Biden takes control and when the Democrats have control of the House and the Senate, who knows if they'll start talking about the fairness doctrine and what sort of regulations and rules they'll have for, for talk radio. But that's something that a battle we may have to fight in the days, weeks, months to come. But right now, if you want to stay connected to me in this program, on social media or just outside of, of listening on the radio. And you can download the podcast as long as Apple keeps it up. You can connect with us on Facebook and Twitter as long as Facebook and Twitter let us have a page. But you should connect with us if you want to do social media. Gab, uh, Rumble, which there's not a whole lot we do on Rumble, although we upload uh, the, the episodes on Rumble. And, and Parlor, if and when it returns. Parler is talking about maybe not being able to survive this um, because of how they've been targeted by multiple folks at the same time. So we're at Todd Huff Show on all those social media platforms. But I'm going to say the best way outside of connecting with us on the radio itself or uh, by downloading our podcast, the, be the best way to stay connected is through email. And folks, we're going to uh, work on some things here. It's no longer just going to be email news and stories and you know, stuff like that. We're going to add a component where we're actually going to look. I want to. I want to unite conservatives, and we've always wanted to do this, but I want to be more intentional with our email. And we have 
politicians in our state. Uh, I'm based in Indiana. As we grow, we'll have hopefully more to more to say about other parts of the country as well. But here in this state, I want to get like-minded conservatives together, and we are going to find we're going to find to the best of our abilities with God as uh, as our help and guide here. But we're going to find folks that are going to challenge some of these jokers and Republican primaries, and we're going to find to the best of our ability, God willing, the ability to um, have people in office that believe in the Constitution and liberty. They're not part of the deep state. They don't want to make uh, politics a career. They want to do what's right for the American people and adhere to the Constitution. So the best way to stay in contact and to kind of be a part of that movement outside of listening, and this is, look, you don't have to buy anything from us. Some of you, I hope you do. But you don't. This is about. I don't care if you have a competing talk show. If you're a blogger, I don't care if you're a person. What's your background? The best way to stay in contact with us, not just stay in contact, but to to, to come on board and say, I want to be a part of that community, and I want to actually um, take some steps to making uh, you know change in this great nation. I want to take a have a role in that, um, and just and just be part of that movement. We're seeking to to grow and develop that. Sign up for the email newsletter. It's 100% free. 100% free. You don't have to buy a thing from us. There'll be opportunities too, as there always are. But I sincerely, I don't even care about that at the moment. We have this nation uh, to to work on and to save. So you can join by going to toddhuffshow.com slash subscribe, totally free. Or you can currently text. I might might do away with this soon because most people go to the website. But you can text the word Huff to 31996. That's my last name, Huff, to 31996. I'm super long in this segment. In fact, way long. So next segment's going to be really short. My apologies. Uh, sit tight, though. Be back here in just a minute. Welcome back. So, um, as I shared with you last segment, I'm really far behind the break. So this is a really quick segment. I'll just set up. I'll just set, set up what I want to discuss next segment. Next segment. I want to discuss um, CNN. There's a soundbite, a montage, if you will, put together from CNN. I know. Don't turn the program just because I cite CNN. I just. I want you to hear how this is being portrayed. I want you to hear how uh, the likes of Wolf Blitzer and uh, Jim Acosta, Jim, very fake news Acosta over there at CNN, and there's some others in this, uh, I think, in this in this montage as well, put together by Media Research Council. So I want to play that. I want to play that. I want you to listen to that. And as we play it, I want you to remember um, – the company, say, in what was it, Colorado, the the company, the bakery, that refused to bake a cake for a same-sex wedding. And I just want you to listen to how Jim, very fake news Acosta, and the other folks at CNN, uh, how they talked about the baker or the flower shop, who's another one, same sort of deal, wherever the flower shop was. Um, who refused to do a flower arrangement uh, for a same-sex wedding because it violated a same-sex wedding, violated their uh, religious belief and, and 
belief in what marriage was, but you force them, right? You got to force them. That's what the Constitution calls for. That's what they said back then anyway. But I want you to compare and contrast how they talk about um, Twitter and Jack Dorsey, the mountain man, as compare and contrast how they talk about um, the flower shop. Keep that in mind as I play that segment or that soundbite, this montage. But I got to do that after the break because, as I told you, got really long-winded last segment, which you're used to by now, but that's okay. Sit tight. Be back here in just a minute. Welcome back. Again, thank you for those of you who have signed up for the email. It is ultimately the only way I can assure you if we want to stay connected digitally, that we can continue to do so. I can't control Parler. I can't control Gab. I can't control Rumble. Heaven only knows what's going to happen with Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and the other Stalinist corporations out there who want to silence conservative speech. So if you want to get stay in touch with us, guaranteed, digitally, um, the only way I can tell you that we can do that is because I can download the email list as a hard copy, ultimately, we use a third-party service, so I guess they can try to silence us too, but we can download can download the list. In fact, let me make sure that um, pedals that we're doing that, that we download our list every, uh, every week for the time being to make sure that we don't lose anybody. Should, should these other fascists want to um, silence speech? By the way, Stripe is another one. Stripe, a credit card processing service that's online it's um it's used it's plugged in with many websites they what did they do they stopped allowing donations for a trump website or i don't even know i can't keep up anyway i told you i'd play this soundbite uh here we go soundbite cnn montage put together by media research uh council and i just want you to listen to this this is cnn basically celebrating folks celebrating Twitter's decision to silence and censor, and censor, by the way, Jim Acosta, is the right word here, censor the president of the United States. Here you go. This is a private company. Uh, it's a publicly traded company, but it is a, it is a company that uh, has a platform that he's been using to spread lies and, and fear and, uh, and hatred over the last four years. You know, he's tweeted everything from calling the press the enemy of the people to uh, hashtag fire Fauci about Dr. Fauci during this coronavirus pandemic. So he's used oh, this Twitter account uh, to great harm. But Wolf, that's great harm. Uh, you don't have a First Amendment right to shout fire in a crowded theater. Oh, and that is essentially what the president has been doing over these last four that's years. And assessment. Donald Trump is somebody who has time and again not just broken the rules of social media, but just sort of broken the rules of decent society, spreading hate, oh, and fear, and lies, and so on. And I think a lot of people are going to be applauding this tonight on well, both sides are. of the uh, political spectrum. Oh. Apple is threatening to remove Parler from its app store because of content moderation concerns. So, um, look, it's the fourth year. All of this probably should have happened sooner, but should've. these technology companies are trying to show some responsibility in the very this last days of the Trump administration. Responsibility. It really is incredible. Yeah, there you go. That was Brian Stelter, CNN. Again, Media Research Council put that together. Jim Acosta saying – they're saying that the media – the social media companies are finally sharing 
are stepping up to the responsibilities to stop President uh, Trump from using his Twitter account because he used hashtag fire Fauci. That is, uh, folks, that's a political, uh, how? how? Remember, Dr. Fauci, by the way, Dr. Fauci has lied on the record, admitted to lying to the American people twice. Telling the American people two different lies. Now, the first was that back about this time last year, maybe around March, but around this time last year when the coronavirus was first um, announced, at least in the United States, Dr. Fauci said masks are largely symbolic. That's right. The mask that he is now saying is going to save your life and save the life of someone else on the street because you have the mask on, you are saving their life even if you're not sick. Let those words I just spoke sink in to what we've been convinced here over the past 12 months. But Dr. Fauci at one point said that masks were largely symbolic. Then he came out and said, well, the reason I said that was because we needed to get masks and other PPE to first responders. And if I told you the truth you would have gone out and bought all that stuff and it wouldn't have gotten to the people who needed it most. So that's why I didn't tell you the truth at first. That is that is on record. There is no denying that he said that, number one. Number two, he's on record telling us uh, that herd immunity, I believe at one point, was considered around 60%. Now it's up to 75% because at first the American people, he said, we wouldn't have been able to handle the full truth. So they were giving us these lower numbers because we're just not tough enough and brave enough and certainly smart enough. So Trump's out there. Maybe Trump shouldn't have tweeted it. That's not even the point. The point is, how is that? How is that some sort of a, I don't, an end to free society? I, it, is, it is remarkable what these jokers, Jim Acosta, CNN, Wolf Blitzer, Brian Stelter, is that his name? I don't even know. These folks are all the same to me. Professional deceivers. Yes, they are fake news. Yes, the media, as they act like these jokers, are the enemy to a free people. When they do not tell you the truth and when they try to get you to believe something that is a lie, that, my friends, makes them an enemy of free society. It is. I don't know. Take it or leave it. Whatever. Probably get shut down for saying that today myself. That's why you got to join our email. Telling you, it's coming for all of us. ToddHuffShow.com slash subscribe. Got to take a break. Back here in just a minute. All right, folks, that is about all the time that we have this morning. But again, you may be waking up to the realization or a deeper realization that this country is quickly becoming something that you no longer even recognize. It is absolutely, positively crazy to think about what we are facing in this nation today. Assaults from all sides, assaults on our liberty, our free speech, the exchange of ideas, people being praised for this. I know they're not government, but that doesn't mean that they're suddenly um, 
valid to try to silence people from discussing political ideas. I've got to go. Hang in there. Keep the faith. SDGC tomorrow. Take care.